What's up, everybody? Welcome to the last episode of the 11.7 podcast before the 2024 season. I'm joined here with my boy Dimitri and Jack as we preview the weekend um, and give a little bit of a taste to what to expect the rest of the season. We're also going to talk about the seven tournaments going on. And I'll share my screen here on the YouTube because I want to shout out Friday starters for putting it all together here in just a second. Um, we're also going to make our College World Series picks. And when I say College World Series picks, I mean, who's going to win the College World Series this year since we do, didn't do that last week? And last but not least, we'll go through our six weekend series for our Pick'em and Survivor contest. If you guys haven't signed up already, it's through our Patreon. It's a lot of fun. I think we have over 100 people already signed up as of right now. And we talked about it a little bit on last episode, but let's kind of make it more clear to the audience so that they know what they're getting into. Um, I guess I can summarize it pretty quickly. It's a season-long contest where you're picking the winner of the six series that we put out every single week. Um, and who's going to win the series best two out of three. So like, for example, this week, uh, we have Maryland at Georgia Southern as well as five other ones we'll talk about here at the end of the episode. But we keep standings, we keep rankings, and then we we do give away a, a grand prize. And this year's grand prize is going to be three nights in Omaha for the first weekend of the College World Series. We're also going to um, add in two tickets to the first four games so you can bring a guest. You and a guest can go to the two games on Friday, two games on Saturday. Uh, and then we're throwing in a $50 Uber gift card thanks to Dimitri. He said, hey, if we're going to do this, we got to throw in that Uber. Ubers in Omaha that time are pretty dang expensive. So that was his idea. Um, and then obviously I the more think, people I that sign up. so lame. Like, thanks to Dimitri for $50. Here you got to go. Yeah. Dimitri is, uh, is the mastermind behind the Uber gift card. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. But obviously, like, the more people that sign up, the uh, the bigger the prize will be. Like, we'll, we'll keep on adding in things. We'll do giveaways. We'll do like extra contests during the season. So uh, we'll explain a little bit more later. But basically, I want to see how you guys are doing. How's everybody getting prepped for the season starting tomorrow? 24 hours away. Actually, you want to get... Oh, shit. My phone's going up. Uh, I'm 22 six. hours. 22? 22 hours. Six to midnight. That's what I am, good sir. This is like Christmas Eve, but it's better. Uh, speaking to your Patreon, speaking to the audience, here's the deal, man. Tell your special someone, your significant other, this isn't gambling. This isn't fantasy football. This is an ROI. This is the return on your investment. You're investing in us. You're investing in college baseball. It's safe. It's not even gambling. You're just guaranteeing yourself the trip of a lifetime to Omaha. So join us in on the fun because clearly – we know what we're talking about, obviously. <laughs> no shot. We're a, we're a big eyeball test kind of uh, podcast. We like to see the teams first before we get a feel. I mean, everybody can read the same things online about who they're returning, who they brought in. We got to see it in action. Eyeball test 85% of the time. Hey, one more thing about the Uber thing. It just gives the people an opportunity to know. They can drink at the game, crush some beers in the outfield bleachers in the um, general admission, and then they get a free ride to the bars. They don't have to pay for it. They don't have to do anything. There's no cost opportunity. There's no cost benefit analysis. It's just plug the gift card in, free ride to the bar. Have a great weekend. That's Downtown Omaha is sick. That's what it's all about. Downtown Omaha fucks so hard. And the good news yeah. is you don't even need an Uber to the bars. You just walk outside of the stadium to the bars. Now, our chief safety officer is correct. The Uber from the bars to a properly equipped hotel that doesn't cost you $2,000 a night, that's the big one right there. But the, phrase, the, big one. But the phrase isn't meet me there. It's beat me there. With oh. that Uber gift card, you'll beat everybody there. You'll be first in line and be like, damn, it took you a while to get here. That's what it's about. That's what it's fucking about. Love it. Um, I'm going to share my screen real quick because I want to show everybody on the YouTube. Uh, and thanks to all the YouTube subscribers. We've, we've gotten over 100 in like less than a week. And we really haven't promoted it too much. But uh, anyways, we did release some more merch on our site. So let me, let me share my screen right quick so I can just quickly scroll through. 
Defend the Light. This one looks sweet. It kind of reminds me of Florida and like a green and orange team there. Wow, they're drinking milkshakes. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> Defend Bomb. You got some red pigs with a, you know, that looks really cool. Kind of reminds me of like a hog pen type of thing. Defend the box, some yellow and purple tigers. Not really sure what the uh, the box means, but that's cool. And then the fun belt. Just take the lower southeast corner of the United States behind. And as you can see, there's a lot of different animals and mascots. So we just released those. We also have like a bunch more, but you guys can check it out on our website, uh, um, on our shop. And I'll stop sharing my, my screen now because we have seven tournaments to talk about kind of cool um let me let me i have them all written down we got the snowbird classic i'll just go look i'll do this this will make it easier show them all I'm going to fridaystarters.com and i'm going to share my screen here because they have everything organized and just makes things so much easier so we'll start here at the shriners children's college baseball showdown that's in globe life field arlington texas has the teams listed here. You got Nebraska, Oregon, Tennessee, Baylor, Oklahoma, and Texas Tech. If you rearrange those letters, uh, I mean, sorry, these logos, you get the no butt out. <laughs> Nebraska, Oregon, that's no. BU for Baylor. And then you got TT for Texas Tech, that's the butt. And then out is the other ones. Oklahoma, OU, and Tennessee, the no butt out. It's streaming on Flow Sports. So you guys want to make a pick here? Who's gonna who's gonna have the best record this weekend in this tournament? You want me to kick this thing off? All right. So huh? Yeah, you I'm kick gonna just be honest with you. Baylor in Oklahoma, no. Okay. I really like Oregon here. Um, I think Oregon is gonna really make a statement this weekend. They've got the pitching to make an Omaha run this year. They've got the pitching. And their their lineup is pretty good, but they've got they've got. I mean, last year I think Oregon rolled out nine freshmen all in um, high leverage situation, vital roles in game. It was all freshmen, so I really like Oregon's coming out party here. Tennessee, maybe they come out slow, maybe they come out banging. Who knows? We'll see. But I think um, I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go fade the public here, and I'm gonna take Oregon to win this tournament. Wow, that's a that's a bold statement. I I was thinking Oregon had no shot to win this. You, I mean, you ruled out Oklahoma. I I like Oklahoma, and they always play well in this ballpark. Not, not this year. They, like they just they played twelve games a, a year here. It feels like, and they always go like eleven and one. So, um, I'll I'll skip Jack here. I'm gonna go, and then I'll let Jack kind of handle the rest there. But, uh, I like I like Texas Tech. I, I think the winner of the Tennessee Texas Tech game on Friday night will end up having the best record. Now, Tennessee's not throwing Drew Drew Beam Friday night. They're throwing him Saturday. Uh, even though they are throwing Russell on Friday, who finished the year last year, like one of the best pitchers in the country. I just think Texas Tech is similar to Oklahoma. They play a ton of games here. Um, these guys are experienced hitting here, and they usually play well. So I'll take the Red Raiders. And I know this is going to come back and bite me, but I, I've been – I'm starting to feel myself being too high on Texas Tech. I, I'm trying to talk Some everybody into them. And usually if, high. Yeah, this is uh this is a moment where the uh I don't know, it just feels like I get let down in these in these chances. So I'll I'll, I'll still take Texas Tech. Jack, who do um, you got? I, first off, did did you create no butt out? That I did really, really I mean I just that's absolutely unbelievably astute observations. I, I kind of I tweeted it out like last May and I said, someone remind me to make a graphic for the no butt out contest or showdown. And I set a reminder in, uh, in my phone and it, it went off in January. So you deserve a lot of credit for that. That is beautifully done, man. That is yeah, that's just how my brain's wired. It might not be a podcast that you guys don't have me on where I don't call him big swinging dick Ben for a reason. I mean, that's just, I mean, it's big time stuff. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Uh, give me, dude. I, I'm kind of with Demetri. I don't want to. I want to go heavy on on the Ducks, but I feel like they've got the indoor facilities to stay in shape and ready for first pitch because you never really know. Oh yeah. So, no, no. Um, 
But I, I mean, I got to ride for the brand. I think Christian Moore goes bonkers this weekend. Uh, it doesn't matter where they play him defensively. I think his bat kind of is like the sneaky one that you're not really necessarily game planning for with a lot of big time sticks with Blake Burke. And I, but give me the balls. I, I have to ride the most handsome man in baseball opening weekend. Give me a going to be Tony. Hey, question. Yeah. As you can see, Tennessee and Oregon do not play each other. What if they both go three and all? Then, then I'm then I'm world smartest fucking man. Are we gonna go? Are we gonna go run differential? No, no. Rock paper scissors on the next pod. Yeah, you that's with fair. that. I, I like. I, 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 dude, I used to hate. Here's a side story. You remember in travel ball when you were like, I don't know, eight years old to fourteen, and you'd play like the two pool play games on Saturday, and then it was all decided on run differential for seedings. I always hated Why? that. How I know that's probably the it? only way to do no. it. How huh? else are you going to determine who's better? You just got to pick something and roll with it. I don't know. No, I know. I was getting there. Like It was probably <laughs> the best way to do it, but I just always hated it. Because then you're like, man, we got to beat this team by 15 runs. Like I feel bad for them. I, but you just like, had I to do it. I felt like that's when we learned about intentionally hitting guys. I, and I was on a lot of those bad yeah. roll into the 15-run beating. So that was when you'd give them the old middle finger guy and you just started plunking dudes for beating you and stealing we, it's a huge life lesson. We yeah. learning how to kick somebody's ass. <laughs> well, we used to like I used to play for a coach, um, like when I was 10 and 11, and he would look at like the Sunday times and he'd be like, Oh man, the two seed plays at 8 a.m., but the three seed plays at 12 p.m. <laughs> like, we're gonna try to be the three seed. We'll give up some runs intentionally not to be here at the ballpark at 6 30. All right, so, well, let's move on. Here's a lot. That's good. Yeah, let's move on. Um, also, I don't know if I said it, but shout out Friday Starters. That's a website we're on right now. Y'all go check it out. Everything is just so organized and condensed. Um, so we got the Swig and Swine Classic right there in Jack's backyard. Jack is already in contact with a few people from a few different teams here. And uh, you plan on going to this one, right, Adam Eaton and the Sparties were in Charleston a season ago. They had to come visit the Low Country yet again. Uh, Michigan State was a lot of fun a season ago, but – with a big fella, triple digits in the low country. Hopefully he's bringing the heat with him. Uh, hopefully a little pencil talk exclusive with uh, Mr. Brody Breck himself here coming live in a couple hours. Yep. No, that's good. And it, it does say it is streaming on Highcast. Um, I don't know what Highcast is. What the hell is Highcast? I don't either. And I'm a, I'm a hoe in the uh, broadcasting world. I'm trying to I get see the money sign out. next to it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to click it. Let's see what it let's Let's see what this goes the hell you have to like have a password just to get on the website you know what i think this is no kidding i think that this is you know how like travel ballparks they do like literal youtube like streams of the games from yep. facilities i think that's GoPro camera yeah yeah i think it's just like a single high camera and they they're just like letting you watch from afar dude what a shame i mean man. i mean like every Brody college Brett. baseball game should have yeah, they should have some sort of stream. And I'll tell you, Brody Brett kicking off the 2024 season on a high cam from way behind home plate. Like, I'm, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like that because, like, this is how you get shit going. Major League Baseball, football, they highlight their big player, their big time game early in the year to get the people going. And one of the best, one of the best stars in the country is going to be on a high cam from behind home plate. And I'll tell you this too, man. The ballpark's gorgeous, so they should want to show it off. It's it's right up in North Mount Pleasant. It is. I mean, you hit a ball 420 feet to left field, and you're in the Wando River. Like beautiful. It's right on the water. Um, nice. it's, a, it's a great ballpark. So it's it's a shame that they're not kind of showcasing it. You know, I was thinking about going to the Georgia Southern game this weekend on Saturday and Sunday with my son. I might. I'm, instead of driving two hours west, I might drive an hour and a half north and actually go to this. You said it's a nice oh, ballpark. Dude, it's gorgeous. Got a sweet playground for a little man too. Ben, it's like Ben, oh. it's like East Cobb. You have four fields and a circle, but it's not like a ballpark. It's just a, tra a nice travel travel youth park. It's East Cobb. It's I wouldn't okay. waste your time going up there. Waste my time, dude. That sounds great. Are there going to be two games going on at once? Yeah. No, it doesn't look Yeah, there good. is. Like today. No, there isn't. It's probably 12, 4, and 7 or something. No, I think tomorrow, tomorrow there's a game at 1 and 2. Um, okay. Dude, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, looks like we have Michigan State, Iowa, Ball State, Merrimack, Seton Hall, and Lehigh. 
I mean, everybody, I mean, Iowa should run this tournament, right? If, if Iowa loses a game, that would the be only a game bad, bad I'm look. okay with them losing at Ball State. Yeah, Ball State's frisky, right? Yeah. Seton Hall was sneaky good. Nah, last don't year. matter. I with Brody Breck in the game, first game of the year, you, you, you don't lose that game. No, no, you, you can't lose it. But okay. Uh, do we want to pick who we think is going to Iowa, whatever. Iowa, Ball State. I'll take Michigan State coming in. Yeah, second. give me Sparty. I'll take Sparty too. Yeah. All right. Um, next one we have is the MLB Desert in- Invitational. This one's always a good one every year. Last year we saw Grand Tennessee, Grand Canyon, San Diego, some Arizona. Like there was a bunch of good teams. This year we have Boston College, Ohio State, BYU, USC, Georgetown, Grand Canyon, Kansas State, and Cal. So honestly, pretty loaded. And it's going to be on MLB.com, MLB Network, and ESPN Plus. God, I love this Friday starters. Like they have the streaming. Like if it's free, if it costs money, this is big time. Um, I mean, there's one matchup here that really jumps off the, the page to me. You guys want to take a guess? I think it's Kansas State Cal, right? You want to talk about Tulsi, man. Yeah. There's going to be like four first-rounders potentially in that game. Yeah, that Kansas State Cal game is going to be one of the most underrated games of Friday night. The, you're looking at, I think, combined three, maybe four preseason All-Americans, uh, four guys on the on the Golden Spikes watch list. Uh, both teams think they, that they can win their own conference too. Like Kansas State is not saying like we need to get in the tournament. It's like, hey, we're going to win the Big Twelve this year. Cal's kind of thinking the same thing in the Pac twelve. Yep. They're up there. I mean, they're behind Oregon State, but I, th- I mean, it's it wouldn't surprise me if Cal went on a run. Like they return a bunch of guys from last year, and I don't know. Um, I think Boston College. There's I think Boston College can make some noise in this tournament. Um. Cal, Cal well, you know why Boston College. You know why Boston College is intriguing is so Wofford's old head yeah. coach, uh, the Wofford Terriers. Donato. Yeah, he is now the head coach at Boston College, and he plays a different style of baseball than a lot of people are used to. Like Boston College is going to steal a ton of bases. They're going to hit and run. They're going to they're going to play the the best defense small ball combination that you ever see at the college level. So. Um, I'm not saying they're going to be great. They probably won't make a regional in year one, but he's going to get that Boston College team right. You know what good. it is? He's not. Get, they're not going to be a top ten team in the country, but they're going to be a great good team. Does that makes sense. Yeah, they're just going to be yeah. a really good, really good, good team. Yeah, they'll never finish. Yeah. They'll probably always hover around thirty wins every year, 30, 32, 33 wins every year. Make the ACC tournament, but they'll never be great, but they'll never be terrible either. I think that's what mm-hmm. the good way yeah, I can see that. Too. Yeah, to, to me, right. I think I think great good team actually just resonated with every college team in the country. Like when you think of great good teams, you're like, <laughs> oh man, this is not going to be fun. Like you know what I mean? Like right, you never uh, look forward to playing them, but you're like, we should win. Like this if we game. don't execute first and thirds and, and bunt coverages, like we're gonna lose. It's yep. gonna be pain in the ass, and you can't. It's like it's college baseball's version of the triple option. Like you just have to play assignment baseball to beat them, but they can get you throwing the ball all around the ballpark, walking guys, tons of errors. Like it's college baseball's version of the triple all right, option. Make your picks. Well, wait, I want to say one more thing. Um, this will be a good test for USC. Uh, people are really high on USC and Coach Stankowitz over there. Uh, that Grand Canyon USC game on Saturday night is going to be must. That'll watch. be a good one. Uh, Georgetown uh, has one of the best head coaches in the country. Edwin Thompson, um, he d- turned that program around in one season. I think he's on year two now. So Georgetown's no walk in the park. And uh, BYU usually has some pretty good arms, like 95-plus. So we'll see what they have this year. But I'll take I'll take Kansas State to win this tournament. Give me give me the Cal Golden Bear. So if I, I needed I need a mascot head to throw on, especially with college game day for baseball coming up here soon. I'll take K State, and I'm curious to see how they use Tyson Neighbors out of the back end. Like, is he going to be strictly a ninth yeah. inning guy Friday, Saturday, no, Sunday? I think, or will they go to him like in the seventh in a much needed spot? And and he's obviously got the ability to throw two and two thirds. Like I, and if they use him like that, then I think they wipe the the floor. I just don't. Sometimes in college baseball, you get a little scared using your best guy. You know, kind of seldomly. 
I think Nathan Neighbors exactly. will go two innings Friday night, close it out two, three innings on Sunday or one inning, whatever. I think that's what Neighbors will Or he'll go one inning Friday, two Saturday. One Saturday, two Sunday, something like that. Or two, one, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I hope he's uh, I hope he's ready to go because they're going to have – I just looked at their schedule. Like, they're going to have to use him. Like, that Cal game, the Boston College game, Georgetown. I mean, like, he's going to have to throw probably four or five innings yeah. this weekend. But he should be ramped up, ready to go. Uh, now we got the Cactus Jack HBCU Classic at Minute Maid Park. I've been to this. It is a lot of fun. Um, I, I really couldn't tell you much about any of these teams, but I, I can tell you that their fan bases don't really like each other, and it's like a it's a really good atmosphere. It's a better atmosphere than most of the Houston College Classic, the Houston Shriners College Classic. Uh, a couple weeks later. Uh, if I had to make a pick, and it's streaming for free on Astros.com, and I think Astros, the Houston Astros Twitter account always streams the game for free too. I mean, this is a shot in the dark, but I'll take uh, I'll take Southern. I think Southern probably has had the best baseball program of the last five years out of these teams. Alabama State, Southern, and Bethune-Cookman um, all can make an argument for that, but I agree. I'll go with yeah, but Bethune and Alabama State. I'll go with Grambling. Dang it, you took my pick. Yeah, yeah Grambling's got the best band in the country. Um, they're so electric. Saw them this fall. Uh, I'll be different. Give me Jackson State. I think they channel inner shades of uh, Deion Sanders on the diamond. So I'll, I'll take Jackson State. Let's roll. Let's do it. Uh, Sanderson Ford College Baseball Classic. This isn't surprising. Go down it's on further. Flow Sports. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We got New Mexico State, Oregon State, Minnesota, and Cal State Bakersfield. I, dude, who was it for Oregon State that just went down for the year? It was their Saturday starter, I want to say. I, I don't yep, remember his name. Anyways, um, Oregon, I mean, State. But Oregon State, I, they lost a game last year. Was it opening day to like New Mexico State in this tournament? It was a big shocker. It might have been New Mexico or it could have been New Mexico State. But, I mean, Oregon State's got to win this tournament, yep. right? I mean, just look at the records from last year on all of these teams. I don't know anything about Minnesota. I don't know anything about New Mexico or Cal State Bakersfield. So, yeah, I'll just take I'll take Oregon, Oregon State. State. Yeah, I feel like it's the Beavs and it could be a Bazana bash. Like, he could hit, like, five homers. And everyone's like, oh, let's go. That's the guy. Right. Oh, yeah. He could easily have a big weekend, put his name up there at the – Top of the Golden Spikes watch list. All right, Jack, you're also going to make an appearance here, right? Baseball at the Dude, Beach. The SID Conway, South Carolina. Awesome to work with. I'm stoked to get down to Conway. Four tournament teams from a season ago. One of them, we might be looking at the future national champions. I think we all know the Pats, who I'm talking about. Uh, but all joking aside, th this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, Going to have exclusive interviews with all four coaches, and we're going to get some some flops on the ground pencil talk interviews as well. Um, this is going to be really cool because, Ben, I, I'm about as high on the Hoosiers, I think, as you are. And I think, like, coming down, they haven't played a ton outside with it being a winner up in Bloomington. Um, Duke feels really good about returning a lot of studs. That offense is going to be stupid. Um, Derek Bender and the boys down at Coastal, he bought a couple of Dimitri shirts. He told you they're as sexy as they come when it comes to baseball apparel. So we're big on the shots. Um, and then George Mason, what do I need to say? Led by a guy who the last time George Mason beat Coastal Carolina was in 1996. Sean Camp, a 12-year MLB vet, was on the mound. They take care of business this weekend. No questions asked. <laughs> So you have George Mason beating Coastal, Duke, and yeah, Indiana. You go. Grab your brooms. It's a mess. If if they do that and D1 Baseball does not rank them in the top 25, they're cowards because that's about as good patriot. of a resume as you're going to get. They're not patriots. We're not real patriots. All right, ready? Here, we're, right. Here to make, we're here to make content. We're here to splash some headlines. When George Mason sweeps, I will go get the Star Bowl tattooed on my thigh Sunday night in Conway, South Carolina. I might have to make that promise with you too. I'm if George Mason wins all three of these games, I might have to get the Star Bolt and might have to throw futures down on them to get to for Omaha. the brand, buy the brand. We're all in. The price will be too high at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But guys, you know what? I mean, I'm looking. 
I'm looking at three of these teams. Like I, I think there's a good chance we see at least one of them in Omaha. Between Coastal, Duke, and Indiana. I, I'm sorry, Jack. I don't think George Mason's going to make that trip to Omaha. But if they do, that'd be cool. But these are all three Omaha teams that like I'm considering. Like legitimately betting on to get to Omaha. Indiana is going to be really good. I'm high on them. I'm really high on Duke. And then Coastal Carolina, like, it was funny. D1 Baseball put out, like, sleeper picks for Omaha, and I think they had Coastal Carolina as, like, their biggest sleeper. Like, we're past the point at them being a sleeper. Like, they're year in, year out, just really good. Them and East Carolina so, are not sleeper. Yeah, like, you, can't, you can't consider them sleepers when ben, everybody's talking. Ben, about I know you're in the middle of writing the college baseball script. I need you to add to there. The Patriots okay. blow their load opening weekend, got, take college baseball by storm, miss the postseason. That is the storyline of the George Mason Patriots. They're going to sweep this weekend, blow their load, and they're going to be dog shit the rest of the year. With that being said, I'm taking the Duke Blue Devil. Okay. Okay. Does it feel like, um, it feel like the three of these teams could legitimately host this season, though? Like, to your point. Like, oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. You can see two hosts out of this tournament. I mean, this is going to be loaded. This is going to be a ton of fun, man. Like, you're, you're potentially looking at the ACC champion if Duke just somehow takes down Wake Forest. Coastal could win the Sun Belt, and Indiana could win the Big Ten. Like, I mean, George Mason could win the A-10. Yeah. Or yeah. conference champions yeah. would be crazy opening week one. And I mean, Coastal, too, like, they got better on the mound. Like, the pitching wedge boys who I'm going to be talking with this weekend, like, they got four dogs on the mound this year. Like, they got deeper in a place that they needed to. Like, they're going to be a lot better. I, it's going to be fun. I mean, George Mason can knock off St. Louis. I know we took Dayton in the A-10, but Jordan Mason can easily win the A-10. That's like, and then Indiana wins the Big 12, the Big 10. Duke finds a way to win the ACC, which would be crazy. And Coastal wins the Sun Belt, the Fun Belt. That that would this turn you would look back in this turn and be like, damn, that that shit was loaded. And you know, I, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure they weren't going to stream this on ESPN Plus until uh, Noah from College Baseball Central like tweeted about it earlier this week, and then they decided to to put it on ESPN Plus. So thank God sure? they did because. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that earlier this week. I don't know if he deserves all the credit. I, I really just briefly remember seeing that, but I think he played a big part into it. Highly so, skeptical, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to take Coastal to win this tournament, even though I, I do love Duke and I do love Indiana. I think Coastal's out. I mean, last year there was a lot of question marks and like the pitching just never came. But if they focused on recruiting and getting guys uh, – you know, right on the mound, they should win. I mean, that Sunday night game against Duke, I think, will decide the winner. I like that. So I'll take I'll take Coastal Carolina at home. They just love hitting in that ballpark. Even though Duke did win, I just remember I, Duke won the. I was regional say, so this year. is like literal. That Sunday night game will be quite literally game four of that that regional where Duke won in, just had more depth. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Regional. Sorry. Yeah, it was sick. I was there. It was a Monday night. I had a shit on a popcorn. It was awesome. <laughs> All right. We got the USF baseball tournament. Great name there. They really took the time to name it. The um, USF <laughs> baseball tournament in USF baseball stadium in Tampa, Florida. Uh, dude, low-key, guys, this is another loaded, loaded tournament. Louisville, Indiana State, UConn, and South Florida. All four of those teams – I think are going to be much better than last year. Maybe not Indiana State. I think they'll be about the same. You can't get much better than what they did. But uh, like Louisville, I think they're a dark horse to, to make Louisville. it to Omaha. South Florida is Louisville, huh? not Louisville. Dude, you're so wrong. <laughs> like I, I'm glad you said that because now it's actually like Louisville. I know the local <laughs> in that city in Kentucky say Louisville, but it's Louisville. You don't say no, Louisville not. Slugger. You say Louisville Slugger. It's a brand, dude. The same they, can, shit. they can be called whatever they want. Dude, I'm telling you, you're about to open up a can of worms, and people from Louisville are going to come up. You have me saying it now. I think I just said Louisville. <laughs> the same way people Damn, say dude. tournament. It's not tournament. It's tournament. Same shit. It's not Louisville. It's Louisville. All right. Anyways. Um, 
I mean, who was did some didn't somebody pick South Florida to win the AAC here? Or, or was I dreaming? Huh? I didn't. Did you? Did some? Did somebody pick South Florida to beat ECU this year in the AAC? Wait, was it oh, you? me. I said I, I said I could see it happening. Let's see here. I'm, I'm looking at the matchups. Like the biggest game, I think, will be this UConn Louisville game. But Louisville, Indiana State Friday, like game one starters. Nope, that's actually my pick. Louisville, Indiana State, the winner of that, I think, will win this tournament. Uh, I'll take Louisville. I want to take Louisville too. Um, Louisville, 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 Louisville. Lu- oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, what, what is it? Louisville, whatever. I'm taking South Florida. That was so unnecessary. <laughs> what you just did there, so unnecessary. Dude, I- People probably just turned their. There's nobody else listening now. <laughs> We're actually just talking to nobody. They just closed. They just shut off their podcast app or YouTube. They just shut up and said, "Dude, I'm so tired of this guy." Yeah. Yeah. You guys. So. Anyways, I, we can say whatever we want now. Nobody's okay. listening. I like it. That that means when I take Indiana State here, no one's going to call me blasphemous or egregious for making the pick. Like, go Moors. I'm all in on the six. going to be a sick year, man. Uh, Snowbird Classic. Multiple ballparks in Port Charlotte, Florida. We got Maine, Pitt, Illinois State, St. Louis, St. Thomas. Wait a minute. How is Michigan State playing? In- and is this the next weekend? No, it's, it's oh, all it's like a two-week weekend. Yeah. yeah, you can see the 16th or the 18th, and then like, yeah. Okay, I was like, dude, I, if Michigan State has oh, a split oh, look, squad yeah, this look, year, like, look, it's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know. Two weekends. Yeah. So it, it covers two weeks. So we'll just focus on this first till the 18th. Can you guys see that? Where we cut it off at Maine against Pitt. Um. I mean, Illinois State, I know a lot of people Do we like really have to talk about this? Can we just scroll to the next one? Who, who cares about this one? Well, some people might care. Well, well they, they can pick. go somewhere else and find this information. Just make your I'm about pick. to put you in timeout. I will mute your mic. Um, I love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's on Flow Sports. Uh, I'll take Pitt. Who do you guys like? Dude, give me the bill. Give me the bill. Give me the Billikins from St. Louis. Yeah. Okay. Eight, all right, and that, that concludes the seven tournaments there. So I'll stop sharing my screen. That was fun. Shout out Friday starters. Um, We're all big. How long? We've, we've been 30 minutes into this thing. Okay, great. Um, all right, let's pick our College World Series champion, and then we'll get into our weekend series pick them. Sound cool. good? All right, I'm going to go first. Uh, there was a lot of people that didn't listen to the pod. They were mad at me for giving my Omaha eight, even though I said, listen, I was just, I don't want to recycle the same eight to 12 teams. I'm going to give you eight more teams that could make it to Omaha. I'll put it on the graphic. It wasn't clickbait. It wasn't, you know, rage bait. It was just, I could not see the same eight teams one more time on on Twitter for Omaha eight. So my college world series champion this year is going to be the Arkansas Razorbacks. I think they finally break the curse. You don't even have the points to them. I know, dude. I, I, but I told you on. Okay, okay, you're messing with me now. Okay, okay, that was that was funny. Um, I said I would have like Dallas Baptist and Arkansas on these teams in my Omaha eight. But anyways, I'll take the Arkansas Razorbacks. I think there's just too much that's pointing to them finally breaking the curse, led by Hagen Smith. Uh, I think you can get him plus eleven hundred right now if you wanted to bet it. Dimitri, yeah. go. Oh, why do go. I have to go? Um, Look locked in. That's why I was I thought I was pausing for a little bit of suspense for the boy. I really see. Why did you have to pick Arkansas? Because like I keep thinking this is the year I want it to happen for them. I want to see those fans just enjoy it. Finally, Mississippi State got to enjoy it. Ole Miss got to enjoy it. LSU got there. They paid for that championship. Whatever it doesn't really count. Um, so I want to see someone to get it, an Arkansas turn. But the Mike Mar- Mike Martin magic might be too strong. You really believe in that? No, huh? I don't really believe in it. But could you imagine he doesn't like as soon as he passed away, Florida State gets their first national championship? No, I, I'm all aboard like, that. I think that's like a real that's story a real storyline. It's not some made up shtick, whatever. It's a real storyline, but. 
I think my college World Series final is going to be Florida versus Oregon State. And then the Gators take home the trophy. Sully signed a freaking another massive contract, like over $1.8 million a year. He's going to get their money for year one in that extension. And Jack Caglione seals the deal as one of the greatest college players of all time. I like it. I don't know. Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeens would like to have a word. Yeah, that's true. Um, man, I'm in this place where in Omaha this year, it feels like the SEC has had their run, and now we're going for an outlier, which is insane because I, I could see four or five teams in the SEC making a run. I think nine of them can host a regional. Like It feels like this is as dominant as the SEC has been in, in close to a decade, um, which means that they can't win it again this year. It is the year of the mid-major, though. And Ben did his math. He did his homework every eight years. It's like the second Olympics. A mid-major runs away with this thing. I'm stuck. I think Troy has got the pitching to win this thing this year. I think Northeastern returning as many youngsters as they have on the mound that had the number two ERA in college baseball last year and a really good conference will be battle-tested, and they have a good chance to win it this year. I do think UCSB on the West Coast that everyone's really high on, I think they have a chance to win it. But I like if I were to take one singular mid-major, I, I don't know how I could live with myself. The team that I feel like not a ton of people are talking about is, is Texas. I've got them in my Omaha 8, and I think that like their run back to Omaha is finally solidified. Pierce marks himself as a Longhorn legend and plus 3,500 for the Longhorns to win in that. Yeah, that's too high. Right? Way too I high. mean, dude, the value there seems nuts. Um, so, yeah, I think a mid-major is going to win it. But in my true heart of hearts, I can't get myself to just pick one. So give me the Longhorns. I, I say hook them. I think that their run starts under Pierce and they get it done this year. Did you guys see their new cleats? I can almost see. Yeah, they're, they're cleats. Oh. University of Texas out of Omaha. Talk about a flex. That's badass. That's so cool. Badass. Yeah, and, like, they have LeBaron Johnson, who's, like, probably one of the most, like, MLB electric stuff by the way, out there. Um, by the way, everyone keeps talking about a change of slider. Now one person is talking about, like, saying anything about a splitter. And I'm, I, don't, I don't know if they are classifying it as a change of what – it's a splitter. It is a splitter, yeah, and it is a wipeout splitter. He was nasty. He, I think he pitched against Mercer last year in a midweek, and uh, I remember it was he was a freshman. It's so maybe the second week of the last season. Last year, two years was, ago, right? Dude, maybe it was two, two years. That's what it was. Junior. I was like, it feels yeah, it was definitely two years ago. Um, no, it was last yeah, year. Yeah, because last year he was just a he was like a, a but red he was a sophomore last year. Yeah, but I think a redshirt freshman. I think like I think he's had two years under his belt. Like that last year was his first year. No, because he he would he was doing midweek. All right, he, I'm he looking at doing midweeks right two years ago, like random midweek, but he wasn't pitching much because he just couldn't right. like quite figure it out, get it going. Last yeah. year, he pitched a big midweek again, Texas A&M. Yeah, clicked late. Maybe yeah, yeah. he started clicking last year, and then he yeah. went into the weekend at the end. Yeah, and then yeah, so this is his third year. Yeah, and if they get a healthy wit back on the mound too, like they can use him in a lot of different ways, and it just feels like. They've got the pedigree and, and they've got the veterans to go take care of it this season. What happened to the lefty Gordon? Did he get drafted or is he still there? I can't remember. A White Sox drafted him late. Okay, okay. I, I figured I thought he was gone. Yeah. But yeah, a Lamar, hey, that that guy it will be fun to watch. If you want to throw your TV on and watch some game, throw on the Longhorn Network yeah. to watch LeBaron Johnson. Yeah, he also um I mean they also have Tanner Witt too. Coming back off an injury, so he's going to be yeah. nasty. I mean, he was a big piece of their team two years ago. Yeah, that's what. I was um, so cool. So Arkansas, Texas, and then who'd you pick, Dimitri? I took Florida. Florida. Okay. Um, all right, let's do our weekend series pick them, and then we'll wrap it up and send send everybody off to go enjoy the full college baseball season. Yay! Um, so we have six series here and we're going to pick the winner of the best two out of three and then at the end we'll do our survivor pick now we talked about the patreon page the weekend series pick them it is a lot of fun every week you get six series to choose from you got to pick a winner for each one and we'll keep the standings it's it's great so if you guys haven't just go to our website 11.7.com get sign up, up sign and, up 
and and we'll get uh we'll get you qualified for the grand prize. Uh, and then the survivor, like the way the survivor works is you just pick one, like whichever one you think is the lock of the weekend, you pick it. If you if they win two out of three, you advance to the next week. If you lose, then you're eliminated. Last year we had about a hundred and something people. It came down to the final weekend. It was electric, and it came down to a tiebreaker. Um, but yeah, here are the six series we we chose. We have Maryland at Georgia Southern. I'm thinking about going on Saturday if I don't go to Charleston. Uh, Virginia Tech at Charlotte. Wright State at Louisiana. San Jose State at UC San Diego, which is five minutes from where Dimitri's at right now. Uh, UC Santa Barbara at Campbell and Northeastern at Arizona. And that Northeastern at Arizona, I'm just going to double check this, but it's a three-game series, right? The Northeastern one? Yeah. I mean, I, click I'm, on their I'm name. Feel like click it's... on their name on the page. It'll tell you. It'll take them to their page. Yep, three games at Arizona. Okay, thank God. Wow. And then Northeastern goes – I'll give you guys $5 if you know who they're playing next after Arizona. Don't look. You're looking. Who? I saw you. I already Ooh. know who they're playing because I'm built all Oh, Jack, what, what team is Northeastern playing uh, in the midweek? Uh, it feels like uh, a weird one. Give me – It is. Um, Some people call them semi-pro. What? Nobody calls them. Jackie semi-pro. Moon? Corn dogs, Jackie? No, no, no. Semi-pro level talent. Yeah, I, gotcha. uh, I don't know. Is it Arizona State? Are they just going down the road? No, they're playing the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, fucking semi-pro. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, their spring training facility. So, hold uh, up. Hopefully hold they'll up. get some RPI think points about, from that. Think about, look, Sunday, they are, so the Thursday, they fly out to Phoenix or to whatever, Tucson. Sunday night. Oh, sorry. They play. They don't play in midweek. They're playing the Red Sox on a Friday. That's really interesting. Normally, those are, oh, it's not midweek. Yeah, it's Friday. Friday. On the weekend. Normally, they play the. I used to love when I was a kid. I would watch the college teams play the the MLB teams in spring training. But it was always like a Tuesday and Wednesday day game. Yeah, but that's interesting. But anyways, uh, we'll start here. Maryland at Georgia Southern. I personally think Maryland's not going to be as good this year. They lose, you know, Rob Vaughn to Alabama, the head coach. A lot of the players transferred out. Uh, They just kind of have to rebuild the program. Now, Maryland still has like an MLB coaching staff or uh, maybe not MLB, but like professional, like feels like their whole coaching staff is like former professional guys. Um, So they'll be fine. I, I think Georgia Southern has a huge advantage here. They have a legitimate home field advantage uh, with the 30-foot right field wall. It's a good student section. Usually play well at home. So I'm taking Georgia Southern here. Uh, I am I want to go on Saturday, but I might go to Charleston. I think this is a hard one to pick because you can see the Georgia Southern the team school, school down south um, defending home turf. you got a northern team coming down. But I still think Maryland, I think people are kind of want to say sleeping on them, but just forgetting. Like, this is still one of the best teams in the Big 12 over the last, or Big 10 over the last three, four years. It's not like all of a sudden they're terrible. Like, they're still a good team. They've still got some talent in the cupboard. So I'm going to go with the Terps. Um, but I could totally see Georgia Southern winning this series as well. Yeah, I'll take the most romantic college baseball environment in the country, and uh, and Ben's Omaha eight squad that I know everyone was really excited to see him pick. Give me, uh, give me the Eagles. <laughs> All right, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I mean it's just going to be tough for Maryland to replace like Matt Shaw and a few of the guys that got drafted last year, and a head coach. I mean, first year head coach usually it's tough, tough to get the guys ready week one. You got a lot of moving parts. Second series here, we got Virginia Tech at Charlotte, which low-key is almost must-watch. Both of these teams are going to be really good this year, I think. Uh, Virginia Tech had that amazing 2022 season, number four overall seed. I think they won the AA, or sorry, the ACC that year. Uh, they lost a lot from that team. Last year was more of like a rebound type of year, but I think they reloaded. They look good on paper. Charlotte, 31 new guys, all transfers. 
um, for the most part, either junior college or transfer portal. So they're going to be an old salty team. I, I like Charlotte to win this series. And I think they might dude. I think they might put up 50 oh. runs. Like, I think they're going to be super offensive in their home ballpark. Weather's going to be nice. I, I think even though they got five guys drafted in the top five rounds last year, if I'm not mistaken, like they're they're going to be very offensive. I, I, I talked to the head coach on the phone. Maybe there's a little bit of a bias in me, but we're bribed. He he's pretty high on his squad this year, so I'll believe him. I'm not talking to any head coaches. Um, I don't do any of that stuff. Just give me the Virginia Tech Hokies. It's that simple. Thirty-one new guys. You ain't winning opening weekend. Are they going to be allowed to do the uh, the home run hammer this year? Yeah, they just opened their dugout. They took it away they, from they, them last they, year. They found that loophole. Where, yeah. Oh, that's right. They yeah, did. They just, they just opened they the found a and loophole. They go in and make their dugout super big hammer time, baby. Yeah. Yeah, the loophole was let's take the yeah. find space, make it a little bit more dangerous, then allow the boys to party. Uh, give me the OG of the hammer time. Uh, Carson DiMartini, I think D1 baseball ranked him the third best third baseman in baseball. He's a fucking animale. Give me the Hokies. Sweet. All right. Now we have Wright State at Louisiana. This is going to be some fun baseball to watch. Both teams play fast. They play just almost reckless at times. Like they'll get outs on the bases. Like they'll do, I don't know. Like it, it's just hard-nosed baseball. Like guys that you want playing for you uh, in your team. Bunch of dirt bags. Uh, Wright State, I was high on them last year. I think they could have won that that Terra Hout regional, but give me Louisiana. Like they that first weekend at home every year, it feels like they always sweep. They beat UC Irvine a couple years ago the first weekend. These boys are ready to play. Matt Deggs knows what he's doing, and I, I mean I'm not bought in a hundred percent yet, but feels like a lot of people are high on this Raging Cajun team, which is good. They like when the Raging Cajuns are good, it's good for college baseball. Great fan base. Um, Kind of like LSU 2.0, very similar vibes. So I'll, I'll take the Raging Cajuns. I think so. We don't have we don't have Louisiana in our mid-major preseason top 25, and for good reason. Like I'm not saying they can't be good this year, but we did our research. The, on paper, they're not supposed to be that good this year. Can they be good? Of course, but um, they 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 lost a lot on the mound. If I remember mm-hmm. correctly, they lost a lot on the mound. They just had a couple big holes to fill um, in the lineup offensively. So this team, I mean, there's just some teams that are always going to be good. They're never they're never going to be so bad where you're just like, wow, they suck. But the difference between being fourth in the Sun Belt and champion in the Sun Belt is pretty big. Like, you have to, like, that's a big difference. So I think Louisiana could be a third-place team in the Sun Belt. But um, that's, I just, we just didn't put them in our major top 25, but I do think they're going to have a good year. And I'm going to take Louisiana this weekend. Defend the tie, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Wright State's a walking regional team. It feels like every year we just constantly see them there. Uh, but the word of the weekend is drunk. Uh, the whole state of Louisiana is going to be drunk. Give me the Raging Cajuns. It was never a doubt. Yep. Wow. So, I mean, that's pretty much a lock for yeah. Wright State. We all three pick Louisiana. Wright State's going to go in there. And that was the first, that's, that's the, the first. That's the first clean sweep across the board that we've had. Let's. We'd yeah, uh, I might I might actually just put Wright State in my survivor pick. Just kind of play bro, both ways. Bro, <laughs> go get you – I know it's freaking like two, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Go get you a water, man. Mix in a water every now and then. I know you've been yeah, yeah, in those, um, those cores life all morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, San Jose State at UC San Diego. I This is a toss-up, man. I, on paper, they are very similar teams. Like they had both very successful seasons last year and returning a whole bunch, both in our mid-major top 25. I'm flipping a coin here. I'm taking the road team, San Jose state don't have very many reasons why I just, this is a, this was a coin flip, an actual coin flip. I flipped a coin for this. Give me, I have no reason. You see San Diego and La Jolla, California. Um, I think, Ryan Forcucci is going to get this team rolling. By the way, his name. I love that name. You you might you might sell me to switch here. Ryan Forcucci. what? Forcucci? That's good. 
Love that. For the coochie? That's literally his name. For the coochie. Eat for the coochie. But there's uh, that. I'm almost switching yeah, now. Go look, at the, our, go look at our prospect board. It's Ryan Forcucci. They're ace. They're Friday night guy. Um, superstar. He's going to be really good. But, yeah, I, I like UC San Diego at home. It's beautiful and sunny out here. Not a cloud in the sky. Good vibes for the Triton. For the Triton, for the Coochie, my West Coast bias isn't kicked in quite yet, but I'm fucking riding with my boy Dimitri. For the Coochie. That's a great name. Congratulations, Dimitri. Give me the San Diego, duh. Anytime he's on the mound, I'm betting on them. <laughs> um, it, it's still a shame that UC San Diego is still not eligible for the postseason. So stupid, like they won the dude. big West. Let them in. So stupid. maybe that's what we should They do went from D two to D one, and they they won the Big West last year. Still not postseason eligible. That's just crazy. let the boy. Hey, that's uh, what we should fight for this year. Let the Triton play in the postseason. The NCAA will not I care. Know. They will not care about a team in San Diego. They're worried Diego about. In they're baseball. worried about Tennessee they, dragging their ass all over the courtroom right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, we got the Gauchos at the Campbells. Great mascot uh, matchup. UC Santa Barbara, first weekend of the series or of the season, travels to Buse Creek or is it Boys Creek? Boys, Boys, Boys. Wait, how do you say Bowies? it? I've always said Bowies. Yeah, no, but it's Bowies. But I, I can't. Bowies Creek, is North Carolina, to take on the Fighting Campbells of, or the Fighting Camels of Campbell. Uh, this is going to be must-watch television. I, I'm so curious about this Campbell team that has a ton of new faces, but like they've built that reputation where good players are going to go play there. You uh, see Santa Barbara on the other, like on the other hand, they can really pitch. Like they're and they return a lot of guys from the lineup. Uh, I, I'm going with the Gauchos here, I, just because it's the first weekend. Now, if this was an April matchup, I might lean Campbell. Because you know the new guys have a little bit more experience, but I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna trust Matt Ag gets them off to a Friday night win, and they just win one of the next two. So give me the Gauchos. Check it. Gonna have the Gaucho boy ready. Back like a, like a cowboy Gaucho baby. Give me the Gaucho rolling in the Bowie's Creek. Hey man, the YouTube people are lucky they get video now. They used to only hear my they voice. Just, they didn't see my. Stupid antics behind the camera. Um, I'm going to clip. I think I think they're gonna get on top of the camel and say, "You are my B I T C H." Give me the gaucho in Bowie's Creek. I like it. I uh, I asked Med Ag back in July what the hell a gaucho was. He informed me it was a Hispanic cowboy. With that knowledge, who wins in the A gap? A camel or a fighting cowboy? Uh, To me. This early in the year, having to make that flight, Matt Ag on Friday night, I already told you that the Gauchos are my favorite to go to Omaha. But if you thought I was going to go two selections in a row where all three of us take the same team, we'd be idiots. We'd be morons. We'd be setting ourselves up to failure. As a true guy here for the brand, I got to take the Camels just so we don't look like morons. Give me Campbell. A lot of people are going to be happy with you. Campbell Nation is, is rabid. People love Campbell. We love Campbell. Uh, we've been with them since they were good. 2019, when we got started, it felt like was when they really started taking off. But sometimes you just got to let them go and see if they come back to you. Yeah, so, I, I do want to say I'll, something uh, about that. Good, oh. You reminded me. We have been on the Campbell bandwagon since the beginning. Day like, one. We Literally day play one. the damn music. That's us. We'll get the, the Camels mm-hmm. going. That's us. Like, so... I like all it. the success to Justin here and Campbell. Like we are part of, we are one of, we are one of you guys. We love the Camel. I want them to be good, but we also got to be subjective here. We I, cover college baseball. We got to pretend to be subjective, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't pretend, but you did recruit a good big South guy in the sense that in 2015, when Coastal won the national championship, you guys do remember that there was a year that Campbell won 51 games in a college baseball season and did not make a regional. The big South was at bat at times. This is real. I remember. I remember. Really? You don't remember this? I don't oh, dude, remember. Oh, dude, they won. Campbell. Campbell went bonkers. I think it was 2014. They won like 50 games. Yeah, they didn't get in. Large. Oh, they were unbelievable. Like, ben, you, ben, we talked about this. 
I don't remember oh, they, that. Did, they didn't play anybody. Okay, granted, yeah. they didn't play anybody that year with a soft cupcake schedule. Yeah, they played guys like me. That was the issue. But that was Liberty. <laughs> it was Liberty, Coastal, and Campbell. And Campbell it's, went off, but they just didn't get in. Because Coastal won. Coastal ended up winning the Big South Championship. Two years later, Coastal ends up winning the National Championship. And because no one respected the Big South, everyone started to trickle out and leave. So now Campbell has, has finally escaped the Big South. And now they're going to go play amongst the big boys in the CAA. Well, don't forget, they're not in the Big South anymore. That's that's what I just said. Yeah. Oh. That's what I said. I was saying now they're playing. I have a hard time hearing. We all know that. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. We're good. We're good. It's all love. CAA is going to be loaded, though, this year. And I feel like um, you're going to kind of be battle tested week in and week out. And I think there could be five teams that can win that conference. Um, so, I, I mean, they kind of got their wish. Now it's now let's go because I think they're in probably a two bid league again this year. Um, so I'm curious. It'll be. I think you're right, though. I think that is the matchup of the weekend in a three-game set. No doubt. Um, all right, last series here. Everybody's kind of dark horse for Omaha Northeastern travels to Arizona, and I mean, I I'm torn on this one too. I I, I want to see Arizona's a good team for the eyeball test. I want to see Arizona play baseball because they, they lost some like crucial guys from their lineup last year. Like Chase Davis uh, just forgot the shortstop's name, but he was there four years. Uh, and they say that Arizona has better pitching this year. I need to see it first. I think Northeastern is legit. Jack's talked him up all year. Um, every Pretty much every media outlet has talked him up. They return almost everybody from a dang good team last year. Preseason All-American. Uh, Mike Sirota, uh, dude, I'm going to take Northeastern, but like, don't be surprised if Arizona just like puts it on Northeast. Like yeah. Arizona recruits the best talent on the West Coast. Like they're a blue chip out there. I, I just have to see it first. Arizona could be really good. They were in Omaha what two years ago, 2020 or 2021. They were in Omaha, not 22 or 23. I don't know. I'm, I'm taking Northeastern. Yep. We'll see. Oh, wait. Actually, no, I'm not. I I forgot I submitted my picks already. <laughs> you can always And I think I end. picked Arizona. Stick, stay over there. No, stay on the Northeastern side. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to submit it again. But I think stay, I, I did put Arizona on the side. Nobody time. wants you on this side. Could be rolling with the Wildcats of Arizona. I think Northeastern <laughs> is going to be good. When it comes to May, they're going to be one of the best teams in the country. But – this weekend, I think you're flying across the country. You're going to the West Coast. You got some jitters. You got so much preseason hype. Let it get punched in the mouth a little bit and then get ready to go. I think this is going to be a great weekend for them to just for Glavin to be like, guys, we came across the coast. We got one. We didn't get two. We didn't get the series, but we got one. Now let's go back home. Let's get ready to work. We, we're, you know, we got all the jitters out. We got everything out. Now it's time to play ball. But I think that's going to be what this weekend is going to be like. Hey, they're going to play good. They're just not going to get the series done. They're not going to get the job done. I think Arizona wins this one and then Northeastern gets going. I think you're both spot on. I'm kind of stuck in the middle of being like, man, I've been so excited about this team since last March. If you don't take Northeastern, you're a fraud. Hey, you got to hear me out, man. This is a selfish, selfish pick here. I've already said I think they could win the Natty, but I want to be the only one that knew about them, right? Isn't that selfish as hell? Like, I hate that the whole world's all over, like my sleeper, right? Like my underdog Huskies, baby. I almost want them to get punched in the mouth so hard that everyone's like, oh, they were fraudulent. And I rode the storm with them. Or do I just go, hey, man, Mike? Mike Lavin's awesome. Throwed in Camp Maldonado or mm-hmm. Sig. Avon Cabral on Friday night to dog and say, hey, man, I'm ride or die for these boys. So I, I've been in between. Of course I'm going to take the Huskies. I'm a mid-major junkie for the brand. <laughs> but you see my point, though. Like, I, you know, hey, leave, leave. I want the bandwagon to myself, baby. It's the, it's the, it's the, I yeah. see your point, but it's not a very good one. Anyways. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah but, <laughs> I didn't say I had great points. I just thought I had one. <laughs> Hold on to that one point. Strong. Uh, all right, boys. Well, that that pretty much does it. You guys have any final thoughts? Survivor thoughts. Yep. Patreon. Uh, Survivor. No, make pick, the Survivor weekend pick. series pick. Oh my! Oh, dude, you. I thought you were just referencing it. Uh, my Survivor pick. I'll take 
I'll take Louisiana. I think it's going to be popular. Damn, dude, this is hard. Um, I think if I was going to – I'm not even kidding when I say this. I think Santa Barbara is the safest play here. I mean, Louisiana and Santa Barbara are my two safest plays. Yeah. Give me, give me Santa Barbara. Dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna freaking, I'm, I'm gonna be out of the survival pool after week one. I just know how this is how it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, I have terrible news, Ben. I, as much as, as for the brand I am, I was gonna take Northeastern, but I was like, nah, I want to win this thing, so I'm gonna go with the, the the knockdown sweep of the week here. Give me the drunk individuals of Louisiana, the Raging Cajun sweep this thing. Like I really, don't. I think this, I think they're gonna be the most popular. I know, which tells me what we're done, so. Let's do it. Whoa, my camera got super dark now, huh? Yeah, that's a good time. Uh, it's been an hour. Let's wrap up the show there. Um, appreciate all of our followers. You know, we're bootstrapped in, ready to go for this season, year six. If you guys ever need us, you know, reach out to us on email or Patreon or Twitter DMs, whatever. Um, but we're ready. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long season, but it's gonna go by quick. So, y'all buckle up. Tell a couple people to follow college baseball this year. They won't regret it. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Buy merch. We good? Sign up for the survivor pool. Sign up for the pick'em. I know you want three free nights in Omaha. I know you want two free tickets to every game of the first weekend of the College World Series. So you know what you need to do? You go to 11.7.com, click Patreon, click sign up, slam your picks in, and let's ready to rumble. If you like Derek Kendrick, go buy merch. Dimitri made six shirts. That was great. Sweet. All right. We're out. See ya.